My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. This station presents Real Corona Heroes. Real Corona Heroes. Today, we salute our nation's liquor store workers. Our nation's liquor store workers. This COVID crisis has taught us that there are many luxuries we can live without. Toilet paper, food, a job. But there's no way we can get through this lockdown without libations. Booze is an essential business. It's five o'clock somewhere. And that somewhere is your house at 11 a.m. Yeah. So the next time you wake up with a pounding headache and forget what day it is, raise that half-finished glass on your nightstand and salute to the folks who help you forget everything else. Our nation's liquor store workers, the real Corona heroes. Our nation's liquor store workers. They can also cash your stimulus check. A um, friend of mine, a friend of mine posted this uh, the other night, and my son, I think, wished he had written it. If I'd wanted a check signed by Donald Trump, I would have become a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're back, and we've already alienated forty percent of our tiny audience. Uh, so, Donald Trump, you guys just watched. I didn't watch the thing tonight because I was busy, uh, but uh, his press conference on Thursday night. Uh, Zip, you said it frustrated you because he was civil. Why? Well, he, isn't that great? Essentially, he was rolling out this. Well, along with the, the doctors, rolling out this three-phase restarting of America. Oh, there's three phases to it. Now. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and actually, quite a bit of it did make sense, which I was happy to hear. Really, yeah. but he was so he was just very nice. He didn't bark at anybody. He, he paid compliments to his entire staff and. He's just a warm and fuzzy guy, and that just makes me nervous. <laughs> makes you nervous. That's so funny. When he's not <laughs> what you hate, there's right. something must be wrong. That's really uh, funny. It was pretty weird. Well, you know, so it, you want to know how I look at it? Because first off, the politics, there's an old saying uh, amongst drunks that hmm. the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and, and expecting, over expecting a, different, a result. different result. Yes. And mm. so uh, being wound up about Donald Trump, if you happen to be – on the other side, mm-hmm. is is a, a form of insanity. Uh, they even call by it, the other side. You mean dead or <laughs> no? They even call it like Trump derangement sy- uh, syndrome to mock people. Yes, um, and so probably better, help. probably better to just focus on good ideas, mm-hmm. um, and you know, one good idea is to register to vote. But uh, but I, I, increasingly, I, I see. Look, I, I think everybody screwed it up at the beginning. I heard an amazing piece of audio today of who's that doctor who used to do the sex talk show at night, Love Lines? What's his name? Dr. Drew? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, like, he, who should have known better back when China was, you know, had finally reacted, he was saying it's nothing. It's not as bad as the flu. And he's a doctor. And they got uh, audio clips of Dr. Oz. Doing the same thing. Dr. Oz has zero cred with me. Yeah. He, he, zero. He used to be something. <laughs> no, until he started hawking, you know, supplements. Yeah, pretty much. So he sold out. But but what I'm saying is that everybody, it's a human nature thing when something first happens to just go, well, that's not as bad as the flu. You know what? Oh, you know what's worse? My hemorrhoids right now. And. Yeah. And so, uh, so that uh, you know doesn't bother me. But right now we have uh, Dr. Fauci, who's w- with us on the show today. He's always with us, Dr. Fauci. Can you say something about how we're doing? We're doing really well. Hang on, Bob. I got. I, I got to let the president. If I talk over him, he gets mad. <laughs> testing, testing. We need more testing. <laughs> testing one, two, three. Thank you. Yeah. Bob, look. Basically. We're fighting an invisible war here. It's it's like bad breath. You know that because, frankly, you've never won that war, Mom. <laughs> I've been within close proximity to you. Look, when the president says he's not worried about campaigning, Zip, did you hear him say that? He, he's not worried about campaigning? It's my job to walk that back, Bob, and say, well... It's all the viral videos of himself that he's watching because, frankly, that's the only virus he really cares about, our president. And when the president talks about 
beating the dates and the mortality rates that he well those are, those are rumors mostly started by disgruntled women from his past and the out date, comes yes. the wallet and the girls go away kind of like the checks he's writing to Americans yeah. it's a miracle it's like a miracle Dr. Fauci did you get a check I'm wondering as someone at the highest level of government because it's every American right I, that's above my pay grade to answer that, and I like this job, Bob. I have to keep it if I answer it. He likes to fire. The, pe- the president's favorite phrase, you're fired, you're fired. Yeah. Stormy Daniels' lawyer gets put in jail for extorting from Mikey. He's fired. He's convicted. It's a miracle. The White House is a miraculous place, Bob. Hmm. All right. Can I have Ed Kelly back? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Once, once my voice recovers <laughs> from doing that. Outstanding effort. It's man. pretty good, Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm not going to ask you to do uh, Dr. Burks, but, uh, you know, between those two, I, I feel pretty confident. It, like, no matter what is said, we didn't open up on Easter. We're not opening up May 1st. Mm-hmm. And we're, we walk everything back. We <laughs> no longer call it the China virus. Uh, and I think that had something to do with all of our masks and shit are being made in China. <laughs> we were calling he, it the China virus. He was, he was touting that certain states, and I think they were like Wyoming and North Dakota, and you know, or could open tomorrow if they so choose. Exactly. But that, to me, that's offloading their so responsibility. Has, yeah, but uh, that's fine. Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah, but the states have the right anyway. He's conceding a fight that he, guys, that he doesn't have he any skin He has ultimate authority not to do what he said he was going to do. So it's all fine. Uh, He's it, authoritarian, all look, right. No state wants a, a, a relapse and to have to go back into total shutdown. And people don't want to get the virus. And with the exception of a few protesters in Michigan, was it Michigan? Was it yeah, well, there was in Lansing, yes, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. near you. Yeah. That's a big red state. Uh, that were literally licking each other uh, mm-hmm. with glee. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's Darwin at work. So Very Darwinian, yeah. Yeah, it's all fine. I mean, look, we messed it up in the beginning. Everybody did. The, the World Health Organization messed it up at first for a matter of two weeks. They, they, yes. Then China messed it up for a couple of weeks. And then we messed it up for two months. Yay, we're the best. <laughs> And and now, look, you know, we're all learning. What it, you know what I feel bad about? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Point do of I, care tests. I, but if you don't really care, you don't need tests, Bob. Do I come bo- come off like that? Am I a downer? <laughs> no. Okay. You're I fine. feel bad about, because I suspect, having traveled with World Vision, yes. that there are countries in Africa and elsewhere in the world where we're not hearing anything mm-hmm. where social distancing isn't possible where the kind of thing we were afraid of the worst model is actually going to happen to millions right. of people right. and yeah, uh, i would say that without a doubt yeah so that especially considering compromised immune systems and terrible diet and terrible access open to sewers and, yeah uh, and it feels like a human failing i know we're in a a thing right now or it's America first and uh, we don't care about any other countries but uh, but I I do hope that uh, we revisit that idea oh look Jeff Kathan just texted me the drummer the drummer from Paul and you're a huge Paul Rogers fan I I, yeah probably my if I could um, have a voice transplant that's who I'd get mine oh well if they if they ever get come up with programmable software for, for vocal cords Bob that's the, the, that's the model I want. I'm going to text him right now. He said, I want to come on with Bob and Zip because you guys can swear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we fucking can. Damn it. Oh, you brought the whistle. <laughs> yeah, yes, I can't be without it. That's I'm good. Let's give him a shout and see if... Sorry, this will only take a second. That's all right. Zip, I have to take this wood whistle to work now because if I forget which Hang show on I'm there, on... <laughs> That whistle is the best thing, by the way. All right, let's bring in uh, Jeff Kathan, a uh, longtime drummer for the Paul Rogers Band, and it turns out that Ed's a huge Paul Rogers fan. Yeah, uh, and Zip's a drummer. so And Zip's a drummer, too. That's right. So, uh, Jeff Kathan, hi. Hello. Oops. How are you? I'm good, but hold right. on. I only got you on one channel. This is ticking me off. Are you marching around your backyard raising money? <laughs> <laughs> How come it's only one channel? Hang on, didn't do this the other day. Hang on. We only have four channels over here, Bob. There you are. Uh, so Hello? We're, we're on with uh, with Ed and uh, Zip. 
Say hi, guys. Hey, man. Hi, guys. Boy, if that doesn't sound like a gay <laughs> chat room, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> I told those guys you said you'd want to come on with us because we swear and Joe can't swear. I love it. I, I love your show. I've been listening to all your episodes. It's phenomenal. Well, Great. thank you. In fact, in fact I, I go back and forth. I go, hmm, I'm not sure which one I like better. So it's, it's really cool. <laughs> Now, that could get you in trouble, except that I'm sure Spike and Joe don't listen to this They one. don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so, 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 so wait a minute. So, Zip, I, I've heard uh, really nice things about you, which is probably a lie. And, uh, oh, but I, I, I do know that, that you're a drummer and yes. also that you're a Canadian. And, well, no, no, no. That's Ed, Ed is a Canadian. Ed is a Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ed's a Canadian. I thought Zip yes. was Canadian. No, Zip no, is, just, a, just, is a drummer, though, uh, and, a, and a very good one. Just a recovering alcoholic American. <laughs> <laughs> God bless America, right. that I love. Ed is a Canadian, and the story of Ed is that back when Zip and I were doing a program, Ed was brought into this country on a work visa by our boss to work with the American Comedy Network, which we were making Twisted Tunes with. So Ed was the vocal guy, uh, and, and it still is an amazing vocal actor. And, yeah, uh, right. you know, we never worked together because I had Spike. I mean, that just be like... Yeah, right. and, and here I was at home going, Johnny was a schoolboy when he heard his first Beatles song. <laughs> Beer Bob, please call me someday. Well, you worked in Detroit. You did. Love me do, I think it was. It didn't take them long. <laughs> I, I wish no, I had a so. dollar for every time I played that damn song. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, we, were, we were wondering what years you played with Paul Rogers because uh, Ed's seen the band a bunch. Uh, 98 through 2010. Wow. Away, a drummer with know? a 13-year gig. Do you hear that, Zip? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a record. That's going to end up in the Guinness Book somewhere. Uh, That's like That's a radio true. guy who lasts two years. It's amazing. <laughs> my my so, ex-partner just signed it two years ago. So you're in Seattle, and uh, for a lot of our listeners in the Boston area, you know, Seattle's uh, getting a good reputation as having flattened the curve. Uh, Seattle is even sending ventilators to other parts of the country. Does it feel like Seattle is, you know, getting past it, or is everything still locked down tight? Dan, to answer your question, today is an absolute gorgeous, beautiful spring day. Not a cloud in the sky. I got on my motorcycle, on my Harley, and I drove to a rehearsal and played 20 songs, and I drove home. Phenomenal day. So you it's went to a band great. rehearsal with other musicians? Yeah, I did. Oh. Yeah. But we didn't shake hands. <laughs> and, and drummers invented the Snee Shield for their sound booths. <laughs> and and my, my drums are my... What's that? You're cutting out a little bit, so stand near the window. Okay. So so you're basically so, ignoring... You, you, have, uh, you have gone back to society. You're no longer hiding from this thing. You were like... Well, what, was the, what was amazing, though, I was on my Harley and going up 405, and it was... It's going to be really hard to hold people back. Okay, it is. But you're cutting out, Jeff. Uh, we're having a hard time uh, with the cutouts. It's okay. too bad you didn't live in a high-tech city with good internet. Said <laughs> 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 um, facetiously. Yeah. Anyway, so in other words, you're you're saying people have had enough and they're just going to start going out anyway and come what may. Ride it like a cowboy? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> Do we lose Call them? me back with the, without the FaceTime. See if that works. Cup your other ear like Gary Owens or throw that signal into mono. That's yeah. right. Eh, it's not working from my iPad. Uh, anyway, he's a fun guy. I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll set him up with a real microphone. We can yeah. do it. He's got did you hear, amazing Bob, did you notice source. that he said he was riding a Harley? A lot of people think that drummers drive Harleys because they want to be cool. It's because that's all they can afford gas for. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to try and drive oh, our one man. crossover listener away, aren't you? <laughs> no. I, I, thought, I thought it was really nice that he, that he listened and enjoyed the show because I yeah. figure anybody who listened to my Seattle show would be like, who are those weird people? Yeah. And... Uh, Bob sounds much so better he, when he's... He still plays uh, full-time? Oh, he plays... He for a living? It, well, he has a carpet cleaning business, and he plays oh, drums right. okay. like a real journeyman. 
you know, in like five different bands. And and and, and so he, uh, how do I put it? Politically, probably doesn't lean the same way as you two. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And uh, and he and it's one of the reasons I thought it'd be fun to talk, and we'll do it next week. But he's basically like, you know, come at, come and get me, coronavirus. <laughs> he's like, he's like, the, what do you call the guy who, who waves the flag at the bull? <laughs> well, I have to wave the flag at the bowl every time. I no, but it. you know what I mean. The, the uh, what do you call that in the in the uh, in the in the rodeo that the A red door? Yeah. Well, the bowl that accent of yours it yeah. came out bowl. So there's <laughs> Jeff again, and it's not going to work. I'm going to have to tell him it doesn't work. Try it. Maybe it will. I'm going to have to let's let's set it up for next week, dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. I mean, usually cleaning up after a drummer means taking his girlfriend home. <laughs> you are bad. Uh, all right. Now you you recorded Paul Rogers at your garage, did you not? Yes, at my house. You're kidding. And you me. said he was uh, finicky. He's um. And by the way, Jeff will uh Jeff will be always very polite about this because Jeff is a total pro. Yeah. But. You know the movie with Howard Stern and he had a really rotten program director? What did he nickname the guy? Pig, virus, pig vomit. Pig vomit, yeah. Whom I worked for. We both worked for him. Okay. And, yeah. and, Kevin Matheny. And, and, and he's a great programmer, by the way. Legendary he's guy. He fabulous. passed away, didn't he? My favorite. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Anyway, so Paul Rogers, I watched him. I, I, he's difficult to work with. He's exacting. He's demanding. And when you're that good... You can be. Well, yeah. And the way I met Jeff, we were putting together a, a band for Spike to play in Spike and the Impalers, and we were yeah. going to have auditions. And uh, some one of their girlfriends emailed me and said, uh, the rhythm section for Paul Rogers is available a lot of the year. And, um, I think they'd be perfect for you. And I said, well, let's get them to the audition. And he, I, when I met Jeff, when I, he called me or something and he said, hey, you don't really need an audition. There's no one going to be as good as us. Keep it real. And he was like, and by the way, you should do this. You should do this. You should do some ACDC. And, and, and so when Spike first met him, this is, I feel like we're doing uh, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore crossovers by telling the story. <laughs> but when Spike first met him, Spike was like, he's kind of, a, he's kind of an asshole. He's kind of a know-it-all. I said, yeah. <laughs> we got to get him. <laughs> it's rock and roll. You got to have an attitude, you know. Right, right. And, uh, and yet the sweetest man, he, I was the best man at his wedding. At Paul Rogers' wedding? No, at uh, Jeff Kathan's wedding. Oh, Jeff's, okay. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, when we started up the band, I didn't know how to play, and I said, you know, you should get a different keyboard player. And he looked at me and he said, your name's on the show. I don't care if you learn three chords, you're going to play. <laughs> <laughs> and so sure enough, I learned, uh, you know, Baba O'Reilly, three chords. I remember when yeah. you were hunkering down on that stuff. It just went, boom, boom, boom. And I felt like Susan Day meets Linda McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's some low cred going on, Bob. Oh, yeah. It took it oh, took ten funny. years, and uh, but but that's the kind of guy Jeff is. He was like, no. He, every time I would play a right note, he would go, "There's a good note." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, of those two that you named, I'll take Susan Day all cool. day long. Yeah. By the way, what's that? Jeff? I say of those two girls you named, I'll take Susan Day all day. <laughs> Susan long. Susan Day oh, over yeah. Linda. Yeah. 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 But Linda was a great vegetarian cook. Again, Susan Day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As a backup singer, she was a great cook. All right. Let's get back to what's going on in the world. Uh, nice Fauci impression. Sorry the Jeff thing didn't go perfect, but we'll book him for next week. I got to get him a USB mic. It's not that hard to sound like you're right in the studio. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff uh, from Ed. Uh, enough politics. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's just we're not going to do it. We're not going to accomplish anything. No one's going to call and say, you know, you completely changed my mind. I'll <laughs> <laughs> take things that'll yeah. never happen for 500 yeah, Alex. So Journey's classic song from 1981, Don't Stop Believing, yeah. has become an anthem for hospitalized patients recovering from coronavirus. And binge watchers of The Sopranos dig it too. 
It's about time. That was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that Don't Stop <laughs> Believing, or was it a different one? It was Don't I, Stop I, Believing, I think, yeah. at the, the final tune, right? Yeah. As they went dark. Correct. Dark, yeah. What an ending. <clears throat> so Detroit's Henry Ford Hospital, yes, your neck of the woods. Yeah. And New York. Cancer operation there. Yeah. Uh, Presbyterian Queens Hospital plays Don't Stop Believing for people. Uh, Journey. Yeah, you know, when they leave, uh, when they're released, right? Yeah, Journey probably loves it. They don't have to do anything. Well, Steve Perry likes it. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Don't stop believing. Steve Perry tweeted, I want to share a little cheer from New York Presbyterian Queens Hospital. Uh, we're all in this together, and we'll get through this together. Very Did nice. you guys book him on your show, Bob, when he was doing the circuit promoting his solo, solo career? No. Um I, it's funny. I'm not, I'm not a huge Journey fan, mm -hmm. and I love commercial rock and stadium rock and all the stuff that Zip Corporate turns rock, his yeah. nose at. <laughs> oh, no, I like Journey. You like Journey? All right. Yeah, yeah. Not you know, some of it was a little pulpy, but uh, a good chunk of it was good rock and roll. So I did see them at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction mm -hmm. with that the Chinese kid. <laughs> See, I don't, I, I, I don't want it to be about where he's from. I'm sorry. No, with it's that, okay. Um, it, but I stopped yeah, myself. Lead singer of the Asian persuasion that they found <laughs> on the persuasion. internet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the YouTube karaoke singer that they hired, which yeah, is probably okay. even more insulting. So I'm going to say that's as derivative as the other. <laughs> Derisive, right? But white people karaoke, too. Anyway, <laughs> he, people love him. They do. And for me, and again, it was not the look. There's something about the way he sang I didn't like. And so at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, they played too loud, which can happen, and mm -hmm. he sang bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they go into post with something like this, They'll sweeten it. they fix it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot, you know. So anyway, I'm not a huge Journey fan, but I, I think Don't Stop Believing is a great song. Well, yeah. you also have to give Steve Perry some credit that that was pre-pitch correct. Back then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's and the real he really, deal. Yeah. I hung out with him for a day, and he, despite his rep, he couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. I mean, he did promos for the show. And we both did Italians. You know, he, he was doing the guy thought I said, with me is uh, Steve Perry. Maybe you heard his band journey. You know, and they, <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was really cool. Yeah. He's pretty introspective, isn't he? Kind yes, of, he is. He's... Kind of well, back. and yeah. he's also um, pretty honest and humble from what I hear at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He didn't want to get up on stage and sing because he didn't think he could do it justice. And, mm. um, you know, even though he can sing. He still can, actually. Yeah. Uh, despite so, the rumors. But he didn't want to just jump up and do one song with the band. Well, you're going to steal the little boy's thunder if you do that, <laughs> Stop aren't you? That. Stop that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's a new song from Pearl Jam's drummer, Matt Cameron, called Down the Middle, and he did it with Taylor Hawkins, who drums with the Foo Fighters. So does uh, Grohl no longer drum? I think you he jumps me. behind there for a couple of yeah. tunes. He's a rock star. Occasionally. Uh, yeah. And they did this with members of the Melvins. I and um, Zip calls me name dropping Bob, but I actually had the Melvins over my house. Uh, Everybody was over your house, Bob. <laughs> and they were great. They were original, huge fans of Kurt Cobain. Uh, actually, Kurt Cobain loved the Melvins. They never went anywhere, uh, but amazing musicians. Anyway, ding dong, hang yeah. on, hang on, honey. The outlaws are at the door. <laughs> <laughs> you make me the guitar army. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's interesting. Uh, interesting news, um, and the monkeys are back yeah. in the top twenty. This this is like and 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 Bob Dylan released a fourteen yes. minute song. What's going on? It. It's a great song, dude. Oh, did you I like? I mean, we, we have New Music Friday or New Music Tuesday on the other show, and uh, I was the only I was the lone candidate that picked uh, Bob Dylan. And uh, hmm. because, you know, people like to make fun of him. But it, it, I'd heard the whole song because I heard a, a snippet on NPR and went to hear it. It's all about the Kennedy assassination. It's really, really good, Bob. It's got great lyrics. You can hear what Bob is saying. Yeah. Unlike some of the Bob's. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Monkees are back on the charts, too. What is that about? Uh, the Monkees, the Mike and Mickey show live. 
featuring surviving members. Oh, wait a minute. Mickey Dolenz and Mike Nesmith, right? Are yeah. the only two left? Mickey correct? and Mike, yeah. I think it's called the Mickey and Mike Show or something like that. Mm, Mickey and Mike Show Live. Number 13 on Billboard Hot Top Albums mm. chart. That is so what's strange. The, what's the song? Uh, it's the album, I guess. Oh. It's a concert collection that features some of their greatest hits and uh, catalog highlights. So it's just the greatest hits album. Hmm. Uh, I like Nesmith. And Billy Joel. A lot of rock news today. Mm -hmm. Billy Joel's foundation donated 25000 to the New York City Music and Arts Foundation. Uh, and there's a bunch of this going on because... Oh, big time. Musicians are... The, you know, music cares, needs help. Zip needs help. They can't gig. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it'll be interesting to see when these clubs or restaurants open back up, uh, the bars. I suspect they won't be hiring bands initially right out of the box just to right. save a few bucks. Right. So, or you know, actually, yeah, maybe just the tip jar thing, you know. And then yeah, when they hire bands, maybe they'll tell them to turn up for a change so people will stay six <laughs> feet away. <laughs> Isn't that truth? <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, Billy Joel's donating money. Ed Sheeran is donating money. He should. Um, he enough of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro are doing a fundraiser. And then there's this big concert is coming up this weekend Lisa was telling me about. Uh, so, Wow. Yes, but yeah, you can you can zoom everything now. Mm. And I had that is app for a, a long time. Is there a parody there? We, we didn't mean, start the virus. We didn't start, <laughs> the, <laughs> virus. start the virus. <laughs> I think <laughs> actually saw that on YouTube. Only it was like some guy in his underwear, and he's already co-opted again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and then I, I, I every morning we watch Rachel Ray for some odd reason. Uh, something I like about her. Just not, not me. Not you? Yeah. No. Uh, uh, anyway, um, she did the show a few days ago in her own kitchen with her husband mm -hmm. with no makeup on. Oh, my goodness. And, um, and I thought it was really gutsy and earthy of her. And then, uh, and then today she's back with a studio audience. And, you know, I guess Lisa said she's only going to do that a couple times a week, and then she's going to run reruns. Huh. Isn't Gutsy and Earthy a, a morning show in Paducah? Gutsy and Earthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I, I, when I say earthy, it doesn't yeah. sound like a compliment, does it? <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Um, homie? <laughs> Homie. In Detroit, no, I, I, that means something else altogether. I don't mean the, the inner city homie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Let me clear that up. Anyway, so there's there's actual stuff going on that doesn't have to do with the uh, coronavirus, which is kind Amazingly of amazingly enough. Yeah. And and that's I finally yeah. I finally did the Tiger King. I I just had to bite the. You did watch it. it. Yeah. The whole thing. I, I marathoned it. Uh, yeah. Wow. Just to get it out of the way, basically. And, and I, I kind of multitasked while I was doing it. But, you know, it, it has a strange way of t turning your head towards the screen because <laughs> you don't believe what you're hearing is actually right. happening. Hmm. Yeah, very, very strange. Yeah. I think the press conference takes care of that need for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Lisa and I sat down to... Rubbernecking at the accident. Yeah, yeah we so. sat down to watch it. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And we finished one episode and we were like, I can see where this is going. Yeah, and um, nah. I but with thirty five million viewers uh, worldwide already, I I just hope it doesn't do what The Sopranos did to television and take it in that direction as opposed to the direction The Sopranos did. Because mm -hmm. you know Hollywood, they will just follow the money, like gypsies. Yes. You know? No, not to disparage Hollywood. Not to disparage <laughs> gypsies either. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> kind of interesting. About uh, the current spate of TV, just the at-home stuff, the bad audio, and relatively bad picture quality from a lot of tablets and and webcams. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder if that's going to uh, end up cutting budgets. It already has. Production companies, can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, good question. I So I sort of think now it's almost done on purpose to show you that, hey, we're all struggling too. Because remember, these, uh, 
and I've been this. <laughs> <laughs> he just tilted his hands. Yeah. <laughs> these these coddled media types uh-huh. who aren't really suffering while you're suffering uh, run the risk of backfiring if they try to be too schmaltzy about it. That's true. And uh, and so by putting themselves out of their comfort zone and, and being willing to do that, I, I think it's a great thing. I, I But, you know, because if they were you know, completely mic'd up in beautiful high definition and great lighting, you'd know it was a ruse. You'd know there was a crew of 30 people, you know, at uh, at Kelly's house. <laughs> now, Bob, when you say Molly called media sites, how are you able to get those L's in there like that? Um, yeah, so... Um, I, you know, I think it's nice. And, and to even to see Seth, now you said Seth was struggling a little bit by himself without an audience. Yeah, I just thought he was out of his element completely, you know, without any laughter, without any audience track. Uh, Whereas Jimmy Kimmel seems the opposite. It almost seems like his comfort zone. Mm. Yeah. Different people do yeah. it better, yeah. He's got his wife you know as, as the camera woman. I know what it is. Seth, Seth Myers is much more of a scripted comic. He's a pretty good interviewer, mm. but mm-hmm. he's, a, he's more of a writer than he is a, a real stand-up, that's don't you think? Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where yeah. he comes from. You're a huge fan of his, right? Well, <laughs> I think he's he's got some good writers. I mean, the, that uh, that sounds like the opposite of really the huge funny. fan of his. <laughs> yeah, he's got great people putting out stuff where he can read it. He's good with the teleprompter. <laughs> well, one writer, it's not you know, it's not so easy writing, but rewriting is much easier. And when you got eight guys pumping out scripts, you can easily yeah. easily mm-hmm. then cherry pick, right? And if you do that well, it's it's going to up your game. Two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of up in our game, yes. All right. What else can we? Uh, what what other stories can we tell? I have. I had such a boring day today. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> hey, any any thoughts on Obama throwing himself into the the Joe Biden ring? Um, does Joe know? Yeah. <laughs> Now that's Sorry. equal time. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm an equal opportunity offender, as you know, Bob. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's paying attention to Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Nothing at, like a virus to take the wind out of a campaign sale. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, or a mortal, uh, invisible enemy. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't even know if we'll have an election. Really? I mean, if you I know a lot of weddings. Listen to his press briefing today. Uh, that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, they were, they were pretty, pretty uh, optimistic. I would say, mm-hmm. in general, not not completely. What do you think, Ed? They were pushing it pretty good. Pushing. Oh, just the you know the reopening rosy soon. outlook and the stock market is up. Oh, just they were. It was the most. Um, how do you? It was putting. Um, you know, perfume on a pig is too, so cliche. It, it was sanitizing for your protection, is what it was. It was it was really election talk disguised as a press conference once again. Mm. But yeah, you know, the, the, yeah. what I have, it, it, my big worry is what happens when when they roll this out, more people start dropping, then you know, he then he won't have the World Health Organization to off the blame. He won't have you know somebody to sh- shed on. So to speak. Yeah, but there's uh, there's always someone you can blame. I know this too from my history. <laughs> there's always someone else you can blame. It's a it's an interesting yeah. lesson we're learning. I uh, you know I I don't know. I think that um, I think we're uh, I think we're gonna open earlier than we should, but I think the hospitals will manage it. I think it's going to be up to each individual to decide. Like my friend Jeff, Jeff is out there going, you know what, I'm living my life. I'm going to go practice and play with musicians. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like, remember AIDS? Remember at first you were like afraid to sleep with anybody and then after a while you're like, she looks healthy. No, I just uh, held on to a longer relationship. That's all. Did you? At, during AIDS? <laughs> no. Really? No. Oh. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. No, but what <laughs> I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it, it, you know, at, at first, you, you know, you have a, a lot of resolve. And then eventually, like even now, Lisa went out today shopping, even though we went shopping yesterday. Really? And I That's was like, progress. you need to go again? I mean, it's not like, it's not like the cupboards are bare. 
She was like, for her health and her sanity. Hmm. And to get away from me. <laughs> Can I say this? Do you, how many divorces do you think this will spawn? Other than, you know, yeah. I mean, it will spawn a lot of children, too. But uh, no. I, I really think that people, that couples can get on each other's nerves at yeah. all of this together time that they're not used yeah. to. Uh, no matter how miserable we are, we're obsessive compulsive enough to stay together. So um, I'm not worried about us. I don't mean you. Yeah. <laughs> I but mean, uh, but but she did that. She went out and she went out for like five hours and she shopped and she has her mask and her disinfectant spray. But she just needs, like what Jeff was expressing, she needs to get out and go back to living. And I think there's a human need for that that's going to start to take hold. The stock market has recovered so much that it's only down to what it was like a year ago or a year and a half ago. I mean, it's not... It went down yesterday. Was that? It went down yesterday, as I recall. Uh, well, it, but, but, it's, but it's up high enough now. Uh-huh. That, okay. Uh, and here's how I know it's high enough. I actually looked at my 401k. Oh, that ain't how I tell her I'm high enough, man. <laughs> yeah, I haven't like, looked. What I do is I look at my hands, and if it, if it doesn't talk back to me, uh, I'm not high enough, man. <laughs> it was high enough. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so it's stock market's not that bad. I mean, is it going to keep going up, and is everything fine, even though... And the other thing is a lot of little businesses are going out of business yeah, forever. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. do you think Joe Bag of Donuts cares what, what the stock market is doing? Um, but, In his world? But he cares about his bag of donuts. Yeah. And he cares about going to get it and going to band practice. And, you know, at some point, it starts to resemble the boogeyman. Yeah. Well, when coffee shops start to go under, are they going to shuttle Seattle, do you think? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I thought – I was surprised that Starbucks closed, at least around here. They have apparently some drive throughs open, but not around us. Ah. And, um, you know, that's an admission. Yeah, we're I a think. luxury, you know. $6 coffees are not actually a basic necessity. Those are obscene. I never get those. I'm sorry. You don't, we have a yeah. thing in Canada called Tim Hortons where you you drive over and they Tim give it Hortons, to you for a buck yeah, eighty yeah, Canadian, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's great <laughs> coffee, Bob. I'm telling you, that's some good coffee mm. over there, Tim, Timmy's. But they um, come to the Tim states now. But I don't know. What were you guys think? You think uh, what Jeff was expressing that people are impatient and they're just going to start? You know when he when he kept saying, you know, the riding the bike, the wind blowing through his hair. You know, it's a beautiful day when they. I saw a report during those days where they were still spring breaking on the Florida beaches. Yeah. And the reporter was like, oh, like, you know, they're interviewing these kids. I don't care, man. I'm just going to party. I'm young. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Grandma um, just makes the basement even, stink anyway. <laughs> <laughs> even, even, the, even the reporter said that it was such a beautiful day that when he was on the beach, he kind of forgot about this serious thing that was yeah. happening and until he got back to his hotel it didn't really register that this yeah. was going on and it seemed yeah. business was usual you know what i mean just perceptually yeah. remember so. that by doing nothing for however long it's been three four weeks now for most of us that the the virus doesn't last uh, more than a couple of weeks it doesn't last on surfaces that long and the people who didn't get it because of this lockdown don't have it to give. So the community transmission is probably way down. And if you relax your guard and go out a little, you might be all right for a while. Oh, yes, Bob. Yeah. Please, everyone, <laughs> relax your guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, In other words, I, I understand there's a doom and gloom scenario about that. Mm -hmm. But um, we still don't know how many people... We're asymptomatic. How many people actually have some immunity? You know. Uh, Am I think it was Amazon I heard today. Amazon was testing out, maybe it wasn't Amazon. It was some major company. was testing out rich uh, wristbands huh? that beep or buzz or something when you get within six feet of the next employee wearing a wristband. Oh, interesting. Wow. That's nice. So, it, they should, yeah. do, it does it like it's the dog like fence, too? Does fence. it shock yeah. you, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Bezos beta test. Yeah. Bezos, <laughs> the story I saw about Bezos today was yeah. that he was doing his own 
tests, and he was going to test every employee of Amazon so he could pronounce them all safe and send home the ones that aren't, which would be smart for the richest guy in the world. Uh, and then it would be like, do you want to work at Amazon? Everyone's tested. Hmm. Anybody else get nervous at the surveillance that's going on, the, the testing that they're doing? No. You, f you think we're already inundated with it so much at every uh, well angle? That most of us now? use a free product yes. or two or Which 20 is not really free at all. on the yeah. internet. And the rule about free products is if the product is free, you are the product. Yes. That is true. <laughs> so and when it comes to Facebook, like the other day I put my high school uh, photo up there. And, I saw that. Yeah. And Joe said, you're giving them data. People can guess your passwords if your password is like the high school mascot or something. I'm like, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but, there's, but in other words, data mining, yes. uh, the, the more Facebook knows about you, the more they can put together. And by the way, even when a bank says, security question, who was your yeah. favorite geography teacher? It's like... Uh, the bank will turn around and sell that to somebody. It, there's nobody promises you that the information nope. stops Once you. Once you hit the agree box, boy. Yeah. So I guess uh, this is what? this is terrible. Ed. But part of me feels like, yeah. Well, uh, sorry, next generation, you'll have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. So what is what is the Canadian version of a social security number in the states? It'd be a, <clears throat> it's called a sin number. A social number. insurance, mm. social insurance number, yes. Oh. Same social thing, basically. Social insurance yeah. number. Hmm. Yeah. And you had to get one immediately when you turned of working age. Is that when it was? No, or? it's it's from birth. It's a birthright. For, oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. You were. Hmm. I never paid, as I said, before I uh, emigrated, emigrate, emigrate, emigrated to, emigrated from um, Canada. They. The, um, what did I, I lost my train of thought. It's completely off track. Edit this out, Bob. I don't want to sound seen <laughs> up. I'm not spending the time. <laughs> no, before I came to before I came to the U.S., I ne had never paid more than sixty cents for a prescription. Wow, ever. Wow. So even the good stuff. When I, yeah, even the good stuff. Mm. Because uh, and they don't give it out like Tic Tacs and like they do with opioids here. Mm. Um, you know, but uh, anything I needed, you you knew you had to bring two quarters and a dime yeah. for the most part. Now that From you mention a, it, a Vicodin does look like an oversized Tic Tac. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> Speaking of TikTok, don't they collect keystrokes in China? Like every keystroke, if you've got that. Yeah, app? and the, and cell phone companies now are watching your distancing because what they can do is if you catch COVID nineteen, they can alert all the people you got within six feet of, wow. which is a good thing. Yeah, uh, that's the upside. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the downside is there's a record of everything you ever did. But, I, you know, how bad is that anyway? I mean, it's, first off, it's it's all the cat's already out of the bag. And, you know, NakedDrummers.com, who cares if it goes there? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you want to sit on a leather stool and watch that, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's completely doesn't, up doesn't, to you. Does not bode well for Picking up chicks at closing time at last call. Mm. Closing hey, time. Beep, 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 beep. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. You know, that, 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 that phrase was as good as a high school yearbook picture in oh, terms of God. nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. it is what it is. Well, I spent all my money on wine, women, and song, and the rest I wasted. Okay. I have a new <laughs> twisted tune. Uh, all right, and we're you know we're playing the twisted tunes on all podcasts. Uh, you guys um, will like it. It was recorded with Spike, and it was recorded with him in his house all by himself. Wow! Uh, and what I did was I logged into his computer with Team Viewer. If you've ever heard of that, I've got it. Team View. Yeah, yeah. and I listened. my password. <laughs> no, uh, not right now. Uh, but but he trusted me. And okay. um, and so I ran the the digital audio workstation. It showed him how to record, and then he cut all his tracks, and, wow. and we put it together. And it's it's quite amazing. Would you like to hear it? Yes, yes, I would. All right. Well, let's see if I can do it in less than a half hour. So many jokes. Serving a potato. I'm not even going to swing zip you. <laughs> you got anything? <laughs> okay. Uh, Hang on. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Bob, about those ED meds, this is the pharmacy calling you. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be uh, in transit. They've been backed up because of all the people standing at home. I want you to use that whistle again before we go. <laughs> well, you, okay? <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Okay, so anyway, this is called uh, 
I don't go to work. I just oh, hang yeah, at the house yeah, all day. Yeah. Todd Rundgren it's, apologies. Yeah, it's a Todd Rundgren one. Representatives of Rundgren, Rundgren, and Rundgren. <laughs> yes. And uh, we just wanted to question you as to where that uh, uh, soundtrack that you came from. Is that the original performance that you used? And did you, in fact, say the word bitch? In the uh, we did. Uh, but it's uh, it's actually recorded from scratch. So it's not your master. Oh. And it's uh, protected uh, under free speech rules by the United States Supreme Court. Before Kavanaugh was on the court, they, they actually... Liked the little guy a little bit. Huh? No, apparently uh, this guy read the Constitution. We're not going to make any money here. Say, okay, that's good. Uh, we just want We just want to I know the president hasn't read it either. Shut up. Anyway, okay, thank you. All right. Fizzle. Thank you, Rundgren, Rundgren, and Rundgren. Uh, anyway. All right, guys. Uh, always a pleasure. Right. Um, felt a little loose today, maybe, but in a good way, I think, yeah. some of it. The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. And here are the Melvins recorded live in Bob's Garage. Yes, the very band that Kurt Cobain admired. Yeah. yeah. Ready, men? Ready, sir. And give me a count. All right. Ready. Ready. All right, you ready this time? We're ready. Eins, zwei, drei. Ready! Ready! Okay.